0: Welcome to the Umi Cry Book Club Podcast, where we will be discussing Umineko's third episode. Wow! Uh, this is our fourth part of the summary <laughs> slash discussion following up on Battler and Virgilia, coming up with a game plan to effectively argue against Beatrice's first Twilight locked room murder chain. Uh, I'm Lorenzo, hosting the discussion. I am Death. <laughs> And?
1: And
2: there's Mushroom. Woo, we did it! Yay. It's been,
0: okay, so it probably won't matter to whoever's listening, but it's been over a month, probably, uh, of us not having a book club recording, so. It's been a thousand years. years. Cockle, it cockle, has, cockle, yeah, continue. it has been. <laughs> Honestly. Um, I mean, how have you guys been? What What have you been up to in this past month-ish?
1: Okay, Mushroom, do you want to go um, first since you have a follow-up from the first episode? <laughs>
2: yes. So, oh, I think, like, a long time ago, I promised that I was going to finish Fata Morgana. And I think that's just edited the previous episode and it said that I just finished the main game of Fossil Final Magana. that I was going to take a break quote unquote <laughs> and then read Requiem. And then I literally read Requiem like three days later in like two days. And then right after that, I read the other thing after Requiem in like, a whole afternoon because I'm insane, and then just went on and like spread the gospel of the house of Fata Morgana because I think it's amazing.
1: And also, while we're still on Fata Morgana, I, the slowest fucking reader in the world, yes, we have, we have, there has been such a gap. From the last episode, that I was able to finish Fata Morgana in the
0: time in between. Yes, I
2: did. I basically, <laughs> I basically threatened Des to read Fata Morgana. If you are also a listener of log episodes, you probably have heard about how um, I basically was like Des. I'm gonna strap you to a chair. You have to read Fata Morgana. And Des was like, "How long is Fata Morgana?" And I was like, "I don't know. I read it in three days." And Des was like. Mm, maybe that would be a week for me. Uh, that it was not a week for Des and and dust kept like and halfway through the story, Des was like, um, "Am I getting anywhere?" And I'm like, "Death, I can't even tell you how long the story is. Like, it, that's a spoiler." Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I was like, I, I, I was like, I don't think like I'm like the story, but I don't think it's gonna be worth my time. And then Mushroom was like, Des just fucking keep reading." Then I kept reading, and Atiana was like, "You know what? I'm glad I kept reading." <laughs> Hathor Magana yeah, is Yeah, I know,
0: <laughs> I get it. Yeah, there's always a part of where I mean, minor playtime spoilers, but it, there, there's a point where you're like, it keeps going on and on and on, and even Mushroom was like, <laughs> when does it end? <laughs> when how long is this going to keep yeah. going? I yeah. kept
2: so the whole time I was reading House of Far Magana, I was just basically live messaging like Lorenzo and I was like this is just getting ridiculous like what the hell like how is this C- still so going but the good thing is at least now all three of us on book club have read Fa- House of Fata Morgana so now if we truly want to do a tiny tiny House of Fata Morgana corner or do a uh, even a smoking room episode of it we can we can
1: also we definitely need to invite Yensid for that episode because the fucker yes, yes the it. fucker <laughs> places fata morgana above umineko and i do not understand how that is that's also true possible <laughs>
2: and well that the problem is yes it places fata morgana above umineko because he read fata morgana first nah,
1: he's, he says he says it's because the characters got to him more in
2: yeah i i would disagree i think i even though i like house of Fata morgana's character i will say umineko's characters are so way better than pa- like to me fuller more human to me in um Umineko than yeah Fata yeah
1: morgana. as i told you there's a character in Fata morgana who's like unbelievably a good person when i say unbelievably is unbelievably because like how the fuck are you such a good person like what the fuck <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay okay before we get too long on this uh, fat morgana uh, tangent what else do we want to talk about this is there anything else that happened in your yes, life besides I, getting
1: i okay <laughs> i have been waiting to play a game since it came out like fucking years ago oh yeah yeah, yeah
2: oh be... my god we're gonna talk oh, no, no, about it's it be
1: quick, real quick I-, I promise mushroom so So there's this game I have been wanting to play like a fucking lot since it came out, but I couldn't because I always had Nintendo systems and my PC couldn't run fucking Minecraft. And so since I got a new laptop some time ago, uh, I finally on the Steam sale, on the next Steam sale after having bought the laptop, I finally bought the game, which is Nier Automata. And I had fucking abysmal nice. expectations for it because literally every video on it on youtube says like the greatest fucking storytelling in game the philosophy the philosophy of near automata and shit and then i played it and i'm like yeah bro the
2: story <laughs> and then and then meanwhile and i, I wait wait i just want to mention this so i could get credit for it uh, uh basically like almost done with the game Des messaged me, and Des messaged me being like, huh, you know, like, how, I, I like this story so far, but like, am I supposed to be getting some stuff? Like, am I supposed to be getting it? And then I would, I, I basically was trying to be encouraging, and I was like, you know, like, not really, but like, you just should keep playing, you should get to the end. But like, you know, I think Yoko Taro is kind of a hack. And then Des was like, <laughs> what do you mean a hack? And I was like, uh, you know, personal taste, like, when you get to the end, we can talk about yeah. it. And then, and then like, I got okay. to the end.
1: And I messaged Mushroom like, so this is the end? Like, what the fuck? What? what? The, where's the conclusion to the game? And I'm like, "Yeah." What yep. the fuck? And, and like, the, the, the fucking twist at the end. The fucker. Like, Yukotaro is a kid. He's a 14-year-old kid who thinks he's deep. No, bro. I am not. Okay, spoilers for the end of Nier Automata. Skip to the time on screen. No, I'm not deleting my save file for a fucking artificial... <laughs> Difficulty spike. You are the made just so your stupid twist could work. I like the game, not for your story. So of course I'm not gonna fucking do it. My save file. Fuck Yokotaro. <laughs> that is my take. But
2: yeah, um, I think. My thoughts on NieR Automata, non-spoiler, you could you could and if you now you can jump back, but my thoughts on Yokotaro is that I really like his gameplay and and this is speaking as a person who also played NieR Kristall. up. Uh, I played both games and I liked them, but like at the same time, I can't <laughs> tell if Yokotaro is just like a hack and he's just like a he's just jerking us around and making us do all these difficult things because he can or like he's, like, doing this sincerely, and he truly believes that he has a message to tell, because honestly speaking, like, there's a lot of things about it that I just kind of hate, like, but there's also a lot of things that I like about Nier Automata, and, like, as a person who played the game, like, twice, like, I truly love the gameplay, I loved, like, bits and pieces of it, but, like, just how, like, fucking jerked off the ending is (laughs) makes me feel like, I don't know, man, like, I know there's a lot of YouTube videos on it. Like, I know Curio made, like, two videos on Nier Automata, and I don't know if I want to watch it, because I just feel like I have such a mind made up about it that I just yeah. don't know if I
1: would agree. So our take is basically good game, the story is kind of meh, and the twist is stupid. Is that... it? Do you agree, Mushroom? So or Mushroom fucking you... died, but she said yes So no caps. Oh, so she me. does agree.
0: What did I do in the past month? I played resident evil village and it was so good i mean you guys got it
2: is that the vampire lady game
0: yeah so everyone simps over the tall vampire lady but let me tell you uh heisenberg the uh the girl the uh grungy looking no no he's a dude uh frankenstein like guy i i mean i i get like the vampire lady stuff she's like tall and booby and old but heisenberg oh my god my oh man heisenberg oh my god he can ruin every orf- orifice in my body but um i mean the, uh, <laughs> i was talking to some friends who are also very into resident evil and they're like yeah they already have like over 300 tags for lady demetrescu the uh the vampire lady <laughs> on a nice that's, that's amazing so it, it, it's yeah. pretty wild right now the hype train's still going the iron's still pretty hot in regards to uh The excitement around Village. I got to say, it's actually... Like, hype aside, it's a pretty good game. And check it out. It's really short, too. So you can probably finish it in a weekend if you try really hard. I mean, I know how you are with... (laughs) (laughs) like with Fata Morgana, uh, I think you can probably beat Village in a sitting if you (laughs) do the same to them. Really?
2: I'm not sure. Um, I think like I'm very good at reading books, but like gameplay is a different thing for me. Um, I recently had a conversation with somebody who was playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Sorry about Fire Emblem (laughs) Three Houses discourse again.
1: Here we are again. She was like,
2: oh, I'm 140 hours of gameplay right now. And I was like, oh, how many routes do you finish? And she was like, three routes. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh no. (laughs) Like, I'm like, 140 mm-hmm. hours and i only finished two routes and i was like oh my god she plays so much faster than i am and i guess so i guess i suck <laughs> so that's my point like if you are to ask me like how fast i could read a story i can read it in like like a blink in the eye but like uh people told me octopath was a hundred hour game Currently, I have 120 hours in the game, but I'm only on Chapter 3 for everybody. So, like, clearly I suck.
0: (laughs) I get it. I mean, like, I'm actually slow, really, really slow with reading. I've been replaying Phoenix Wright, the Ace Attorney trilogy. And I know that, like, they say, oh, yeah, you should be able to, like, beat every game in, like, 12 hours and i'm already at like 50 after the first two and i'm like am i just stupid <laughs> <laughs> anyways what, what what's this whole stupid story about uh <laughs> like i said previously um we just were following up on battler and virgilia coming up with a game plan to uh combat golden witch beatrice's first twilight ceremony which was ritual which was the locked room chain murders where each of the servants was found dead in a room and on their person or on their corpse i guess there was a key to and a letter telling them where to find the next body and uh, unlock the room afterwards so afterwards the entire shiromiya family are pretty freaked out, so they hold themselves up in the guest house and they plan to hold out until tomorrow while the siblings guard the entrance with uh, their Winchester rifles. Rifles? I don't Shotguns? Know. Whatever. They're guns. Um, yeah, they're guns. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Jinx. Um, so the... Upon discovering, I think, Kinzo's body, uh, they find another letter that says, that urges them all to solve the epitaph in order to achieve heads, uh, headship, and Ava and the others are on it. They kind of break <laughs> down the riddle behind it. Um,
1: Objective, get head. Yeah, get
0: get get that sweet, sweet Ushirimiya head. Uh, Guys. Um, So they all, like, discuss it. They kind of break down the riddle behind it, but for you, dear reader, we'll have to let you figure it out on your own, lol, because it's the questions, are <laughs> But I do really like the part where they reference the a character that's in Maria's, like, name, and then Rosa's like, no, 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 Kinzo fucking hates her. There's no way that she's actually part of the solution. <laughs> um. <laughs> One of those
2: reasons why Kinzo hates Maria so much is not only, like, he just, like, thinks is like, really stupid and incompetent, it's also because... Maria is a name that Rosa gave to
1: Yes, yes, I
2: think they actually mentioned it here because, like, they're like, "Oh, they do. They, It's not her. Like, yeah, like, that yeah, yeah, like yeah. has nothing to do with his name."
1: But Kinzo asked Rosa to change the characters. Yeah, something with which like it that. Is written.
0: <laughs> Go Rosa for being a girl boss and defying Kinzo <laughs> and naming Maria, whatever she wanted to name her. But wait, but did
1: yeah. wait, wait, wait? Did Kinzo ask Rosa to change the characters into what they she... are now, or did he ask her to change? I think. I think uh,
2: there there's a few things. I think one of the first things is she named maria maria but like the character of like one of the word is like is like the the maria part a part is a yeah it's like instead of using like the normal version that people usually use they use the version that looks more like a cross and i think that was a
1: And that, no, but that's I think what Teresa that wanted,
2: what, uh, or what Kinzo wanted. I think Kinzo had an input on that. Kinzo, okay. Don't quote me on that. We can check that later.
0: Okay. Oh, I was actually going to say mushrooms probably are most reliable source because you read the. Did you also read the Japanese version? No, I do or own or the Japanese Chinese. version. I
2: but I did read the Chinese version. Okay. And I do a lot of cross referencing. Um, at least, yeah, like
0: I, I trust that. Yeah, at, at least that's something that cause... I'm really
2: interested in because I recently had a conversation like uh since the game doesn't necessarily solve the epitaph with you um and my friend dubs who was reading it he was just like well could i solve the epitaph and i was like yeah like they were like well people didn't people say like you have to have like japanese knowledge to solve the epitaph and i was like i was like um well like even if you're japanese you have to have english knowledge to solve the epitaph and like and there even more knowledge of other random stuff (laughs) solve it so like mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter like you're like everybody's at disadvantage basically
0: yeah it's kind of a mess i, I was also going to say i think we'll get to that part later but i think there is actually a, a slight translation yes. difference um, between um, the epitaph in english and japanese yeah here. I, we or, will talk
2: about it i actually know all of the differences and why are they different um, the reason why i know is because when dubs was trying to solve the epitaph because dubs is really into puzzles he asked me he was like uh, he like he is playing the Steam version, and even if you're mm-hmm. playing the Steam yes. version, you patch it in with PS3 sprites, they're still using the Steam translation. So the Steam translation's epitaph is actually different mm. from the original Witch Hunt version of the epitaph. It, Witch Hunt actually has two versions of the epitaph translation, <laughs> and I think the manga translation uses <laughs> the Witch Hunt translation. So...
0: Really?
2: What? So what? I'm pretty okay. So th- this <laughs> sure. is good. So technically speaking, I think the witch hunt translation had one translation for basically when they are first translating the epitaph, which is pre like question arc, basically like pre solving the epitaph or pre knowing what the solution of the epitaph is. And then I think they went back and retranslated an EP seven, I think, and then
0: mm-hmm. like so on and
2: so forth, like the same idea that happens. Um, and then so there's already two versions of the witch hunt. There is a basically a straight literal translation it, like online, I think, was that was used for the manga and for um, for for other things. And then the last translation is the translation okay. that's currently used in the Steam version, which is actually. Do
1: you want to talk about that now? or? Oh, my God, I'm talking
2: about of... this. I'm going to talk about this later.
0: I'm so sorry I brought this up. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, we are still talking about the epitaph. I think this is the part where they talk about the differences, but there are, like, a couple other, like, funny things that maybe the English reading uh, audience can, like, appreciate because, like, when the adults are all solving the riddle, right, they're, like, maybe there's some wordplay around it and Rudolph is, like, oh, yeah, it's like uh-huh. you <laughs> took out the R's and the E's in the phrase sucker marry barrelers and then Nazis like... What does that mean? I don't bleh. get it. So if you, right. And, you know, if you're still does she not looking for the answer, it says, uh, suck my balls, right? Uh, Rudolph pulled a Ligma in front of everybody else and you're like, oh, Rudolph, how could you? You dog. Um, I don't think Natsuhi actually gets it. Well, actually she does, but it's okay, Queen. We love her. Um, and then, uh. Afterwards, everyone kind of gives up except Ava and Rosa uh, because they really be trying to get that Kinzo bag. So we're back to the metaverse where Virgilia mentions to Beatrice, Beatrice, Bea, Beato, uh, <laughs> giving Battler the red truth of there not being more than 18 people on the island too early nearly gave the whole mystery away. Mm, I wonder what that means. I mean, I personally was too stupid to like catch on to this, so don't worry about it. Uh, so now Battler's line of thinking has shifted onto the one of the 18 people on the island are the culprit, as opposed to a secret mystery 19th person hiding on the island, pulling the strings. So Beato continues to pout about Virgilia, siding with Battler and begs for a hint as to
1: what to as do, as to
0: finding a way to, yeah, to get to Battler, right? Whatever yeah. that means. And then Virgilia reminds Beatrice of the true goal, which is getting Battler to accept her. Um, for what purpose, I wonder? So To become a witch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Clearly.
0: So um, she continues her advice and tells Beato to coax Battler to her side instead of being a complete bitch to him a la the North Wind and the Sun fable where, you know, the, um, the elements were able to get... This man
2: stripped traveler, what was it? the man to strip get the traveler to strip naked yes that's the whole point
0: exactly yes so what What the north wind do the north wind tried to blow him as hard as he could and then the traveler's like no way and then the sun just did what the sun does and became really hot right and then the traveler happily took off his clothes so what a that's point. kind of what yes so that's what, <laughs> yeah. so that's what god Um Beato can find a way to be somehow likable, even though she's showcasing murders in front of him, (laughs) can get her mysterious point across to him. But Beato's like, I don't want to do that. That's that's stupid. And, you know, that's kind of like the way she... Words, her feelings about it makes it seem like she's kind of shy and she's basically done bad for Battler, you know? <laughs> but
1: solve this mystery.
0: Yeah, something like that. It's kind of cute. So we're back to Ava in her first-person perspective. She's about to give up on solving the epitaph, and then her imaginary friend, younger self, her on to persevere, or else. So Young Ava mentions that a baby could basically have written this whole epitaph and that men are always children. Go off, Queen. Snaps for her. (laughs) Um, They're close to the answer, and Young Ava suggests that the answer to the riddle... the answer to the riddle lies within a book in the guesthouse library and then eva has a brain blast and seemingly discovers the answer after poring over an yeah, atlas yeah. okay it. wait
1: wait wait hmm? you you went over this a bit too too rapid we Oh. <laughs> the, the whole thing about eva eva's just sitting down on on the on the sofa right and then she this clicks in her head and like the sense of urgency that the music gives when she's just like holy shit i just reached the answer oh my fucking god like bro it's god fucking damn it dp3 has such good moments like yeah. holy i shit. think that
0: part regardless of the whole like fluff that ryukishi writes i think the whole scene from eva uh young eva convincing herself to solve the epitaph up to eva just like frantically getting having all the pieces fall together and yeah, 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 yeah. she's like oh, i think it's I like got truly it. like a uh, mind palace
2: was, like oh i got it i solved it this is how the mystery ends yes
0: it's yeah. impressive. It is pretty good. It's a very good thing. Yeah. Um, so they're talking about it, but they don't actually reveal the answer outright because it's still the question. Yeah, what owns. a beach video, Kishi. I know. That pissed me off a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, and then Ava, it cuts to Ava discovering uh, the gold in the decked out underground VIP room after passing through a creepy underground mysterious passageway that's somehow on the island. Yeah, uh, But they still don't tell you how they got. she got there. They just immediately cut from the library to the yeah. room. And that pissed me off even more yeah, because yeah. they didn't show the answer at that point. It
1: pisses, <laughs> off. it pisses us off so fucking much on a first read. But, like, like honestly, that, <laughs> thank you, Rikish, for not giving us the answer. That was the best thing to <sighs> do.
0: I guess. Yeah, it makes you think about how the epitaph... Because, like, at that point, you're probably like, wait... He probably revealed all the hints he needed to have yeah, in order to solve the death. Yeah, it's clearly that right,
2: Liu is sending you a challenge, like letter, telling you that, like, well. Now I have given you all the pieces. If you still can't solve it, then you're the idiot. And clearly we're all the idiots. Um, <laughs> speaking about this, have you guys ever... Do you know anybody who solved the epitaph at EP3? Uh, nope. Um, <laughs> no. Recently, I'm That would go around and just basically watch other people's Let's Play. Um, I went back to listen nice. to Dr um, Chronos Let's Play. They're the people who also was on the Logan podcast, podcast. They solved mm-hmm. the epitaph in EP3. There were a 40-minute video of it, and it's Wait, pretty what? great. It's the correct answer. So um, I was impressed. I was like, wow, they truly like connected all the dots. And I mean, the more I think about it, it's, it's pretty possible. I do know other people who have solved it, but it's so great whenever you see it happen. Yeah, see, I, I true
1: witch hunters. Have we reached Eva finding the gold yet? Yeah, yeah. Or, Eva okay.
0: found the VIP room full of gold. Okay. Um, and then she So like, it. She... Honestly,
1: Eva finding the gold has got to be top five umineko voice acting moments
0: i was gonna say you're you're right you're exactly right she's like she loses her shit she soils her pants mentally (laughs) and physically she spouts that she's gonna (laughs) keep all the money to herself and she's gonna save her own family and give it some to george and you know at this point you know she's lost you she's gonna give any of that money to? Enjoy I mean,
2: she's happy. She's excited. He doesn't deserve. So, yeah, that. she she basically just she gets yeah. like her moments with the gold, and then she hears footsteps. Dun dun dun. Who who's coming?
0: uh oh. Right. But before that, she's. Could uh, it be
1: the person I just called too dumb to solve the epitaph?
0: Right. She um. But she thanks her imaginary friend slash younger self, and she comes out. Oh Let yeah see. yeah. Yeah. She when she's thanking her imaginary friend slash younger self, it it's kind of worded like oh, thank you, Shira Eva. Or Ava, you're so smart and sexy and also the true Golden Witch Beatrice. which is funny because she's basically congratulating herself, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Obama meme. Yeah, so uh, she's about to exit the VIP room when she runs into Rosa on her way back up. And it sucks to be you, Rosa, because she was like literally five minutes too late before solving the epitaph and then rosa vocalizes that she regrets helping eva solve it in the first place because she definitely would have gotten the gold first which is like go (laughs) off rosa like you kind of suck but you're also kind of also a girl boss
2: but yeah i also wanted to mention there's one more line that we pass by and it's the line where uh yeah uh eva says like oh this is my magic our magic your magic was a real thing Beatrice and The mm-hmm. Witches in the Forest is nothing more than an illusion. You are the real witch who could use real magic. That's right. Right now, you are the golden witch, Beatrice. And then that's how Eva becomes Eva Beatrice. Well, we haven't got there yet, but this is how Eva become a Beatrice, basically. She just she she finds the gold and, you know, yep. it all goes uphill,
0: I guess. Yeah. yeah, she's the true Beatrice, the golden witch, right? Because there's gold. Uh, get it?
1: <laughs> I will never call Eva Beato the true Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he she said, said she
0: is. She is. Um, well, I don't buy it. For you, <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust her. You gave birth to George. How could you? You have no. Oh my god! The, like that's actually the true greatest um, sin
2: of um, Eva is that she gave birth to George, and that's the worst
0: quality about her. Well,
2: about to her. George.
0: <laughs> exactly. So back to Ava and Rosa's standoff in the in the corridor leading to the gold basically rosa divulges that she doesn't actually care about the headship or so she says and she just wants to see cross eat shit um and she's glad to let Ava get away with (laughs) you know what don't we all yeah honestly true (laughs) but she's glad to let Ava get away with the title as long as she gets her promised share of the gold they're both pointing guns at each other and they both consider having all the gold to themselves and they're just like (laughs) wouldn't it be nuts to just kill everyone and have all the (laughs) gold to yourself wouldn't that be crazy and Rosa says, nah, nah, I don't think murder is worth all this gold. And afterwards, Rosa and Ava put their guns down. They're returning to the guest house. And Rosa acknowledges Ava as the Ushirimiya head, but has a little sus about her, uh, about her intentions regarding the gold. And they both argue about divulging the discovery to everyone else eva wants to keep it under wraps but rosa says that they all promised that they'd immediately reveal if any one of them found the gold right so
1: because eva doesn't want to reveal that she found the gold because she's pretty sure Kraus would find a way to snatch it away exactly and rosa wants everybody to know because she's worried that eva might snatch it away
0: It's really funny because that's just like, you know, classic sibling bickering, right? Because she's like, oh, Cross is going to probably say, oh, it was on my property, so I Classic
1: sibling bickering. I definitely remember when I argued with my brother about the ownership of (laughs) 10,000, 10 10 tons of gold, you know? Yeah,
0: in his side of the room or whatever. Um, (laughs) So Ava offers Rosa an ultimatum to keep quiet and listen to the head. Otherwise, she'll forfeit all the gold. And Rosa's like, well, my hands are tied. So they end up discussing the servant murders were probably just an act orchestrated by Kinzo to get them to solve the epitaph riddle and he'll probably pop out at any moment saying, surprise, you solved my riddle. blah blah dub dub. <laughs> Rosa agrees to keep quiet about the gold until the following day when the <gasps> Seagulls Cry! <gasps> dun, 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 dun. She says it! Is this the first time
2: they dropped the title or no? I feel like they have done it before. Is that? Yeah,
0: yeah they, they have in EP2. <laughs> the title dropped like at, uh, this is probably the third time they dropped Seagulls Cry this episode. Maybe fourth or fifth, but they say it a lot.
1: <laughs> no, I think they say it's one time in EP2 and two times in EP3.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ava applauds Rosa's toughness and she says that she's gotten stronger since having Maria uh, because probably because she's been training on Maria physically as a punching bag. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So Ava tells Rosa that she'll split the gold, but young Ava is in her head acting like a gremlin and kicking and screaming about having complete ownership of the gold and headship. And then golden witch Beatrice comes out along with, uh, comes along to acknowledge young Ava's accomplishment and grants her the Ushurimiya headship via the ring and grants her the title Ava Beatrice in the metaverse. And, wow, she's a yeah. real boy now. <coughs> she gets her witch staff and witch drip. It's a pretty good costume, <laughs> iconic costume, if you will. Um and there's a whole scene where there's this coronation going on. She receives congratulations from Renove, Virgilia, the Demon Stakes, and even Lambda Delta, who says she vouched for Ava Beatrice, uh, Beatrice's endless mm-hmm. witchhood. Um,
2: uh, yeah, Land of Delta and even Berncastle's there. Yeah,
0: yeah, both of them show up, and Lambda's, like, uh, pulling her Witch of Cert- Certainty rank and Berncastle's, like, coming along to shit on her, saying Ava's accomplishment was just a coincidence. Um, so (laughs) what do you guys Mm -hmm. think of this Mm -hmm. whole scene it's it's pretty like flowery there's like a lot going on when uh... it
1: was so emotional when when at (laughs) the end you just it's just butler and beato clapping together and they're like yeah yeah and 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 happiness Marinette is
2: playing yeah i found the gold theme it was really exciting and yeah i would totally say like and it's a really important moment because people said, like, this is the moment where Beatrice and Battler is, like, actually seeing eye to eye. Like, they're just, like, standing there instead of being two opponents are just, like, together celebrating the fact that, like, like, Eva just, like, won, like, just got the headship. And then Balor keeps being like, I don't understand why you just had to put young Eva in, like, this, like, crazy dress and made her a witch. But, like, ah, good for her, I guess. girl mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> The way it was written, this whole scene—it seemed like the ending of a game. Like she did it; she beat Umineko, or like at least <laughs> yeah, the exactly. Um, she beat Umineko, and you know the whole cast is like doing the whole congratulations, congratulations, Yo. congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Shinji. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's
1: that's
0: uh, um, how it is. And like you guys said, uh, Meta Battler is in shock in over Ava becoming a witch after solving the epitaph and. <clears throat> At this point, you see that uh, Bea, Virgilia and Ronove are viewing themselves from an outside perspective. There's like three layers going on, because there's the Battler Bay to reach a battle level, and then there's the Witch Coronation, all the magical beings congratulating Ava level, and then there's the Everyone on Rokujima level, so... This is kind of
2: fun yeah. and spooky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just
0: more just more
2: worlds and between the worlds, how spooky that is.
0: <laughs> and then Battler's like, what the fuck is going on? And Virgilia, <laughs> Virgilia just tells him, you know, this is Beatrice's explanation of magic. Don't think too hard about it. Or do, because that's the point. Um, <laughs> and Battler concedes that Ava did in fact solve the riddle this time around and became head. And Ronove suggests to see this Ava Beatrice as a separate entity within Ava... So, basically, she's the same person. So, uh-oh. I wonder what that means. <clears throat> <clears throat> and now that Beatrice's name has been passed on to Evo Beatrice, Meta Beat- uh, Beatrice is now just called Beato. Um, and she was expecting Battler to give her a cuter nickname instead. There's this whole scene that's like, so, Battler, now that my name isn't actually Beatrice anymore, do you want to call me uh, something else, maybe? Like a cuter name? And <laughs> she's like all pissy that <laughs> he doesn't play along with the i yeah, she's like pissy that she, he doesn't play along and name her Sussy Baka or anything. So. Uh, <laughs> You're my Sussy Baka Beatrice. But, uh, disgusting. Um, despite yeah. becoming a witch, Battler claps for Ava's achievement, as you guys said. And so does Beato. So there's this uh, Bea Battler moment, and they have a clap off. It's kind of funny because they do that thing where you try to be the last one to clap or be louder.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, thought yeah. it was
0: kind of cute. Um, yeah yeah yeah. Back on You Might have June. to
1: hurry up by the way. Renzo. Yeah, for Do sure. You think you could go? okay, thanks. I'm
0: going to I'm I'm going to go as fast as I can. Uh Ava and Rosa sneak back in after finding the gold. This is I think morning at this point. The adults are rotating shifts guarding the door and Ava's not feeling well. Hideyoshi takes her to their room. Um let's see. Well, I like uh cut some parts out from my notes. Um Maria yeah, crying about and at this
2: point like um eva eva is like lying on the bed like thinking about like wow like oh right now i'm like feeling super sick like you know like it's really uncomfortable and then they have a really tender scene between like hideyoshi and eva where, like yeah where hideyoshi's best husband like just says a bunch of nice things and he's like you know i support you i think you're great like you know and they talk about magic
0: He's a true wife guy. And yeah, they mentioned the magic part where uh, Ava spouts some shit about believing in magic and uh, to Hideyoshi and her imaginary witch friend, young Ava or Ava Beiteriche at this point. But Mario comes in, uh, bursts into the room or I guess the guest house lobby. About, the her, yeah, about her, yeah, about her, movie. yeah, 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 about her missing Rose and Rosa legit rolls her eyes at <laughs> Maria's tantrum, <laughs> and Rudolph suggests <laughs> giving Maria a sedative, and Rosa's like on it and she's like oh shit i ran out of sleeping pills for my child
2: yeah, that, um, that scene always cracks me up like it's so weird like like uh Ruvals is like is there any like medicine to shut a child up and then like rose is like wait wait let me find it in my handbag
0: right and that just goes to show you know how like they raise kids i guess that could have been an 80s thing but you know like yeah like they're, just, they're like
2: a, it's it's it really reminds me of the like the very casey anthony like i'm gonna give the zanny the nanny to like my child you know Uh, (laughs) Um, god (laughs) exactly no i mean that's
0: that's basically it they're horrible people or horrible parents they're pretty horrible people (laughs) so back to ava freaking out about magic and her younger self becoming beatrice she tells him that she's afraid that the beatrice's influence is somehow going to take over hers and you don't actually know if she divulged the gold discovery to him, but it's probably safe to say that she did tell him, probably. Um, yeah, so, I mean,
2: she loves Hideyoshi.
0: Yeah. And Hideyoshi is everything. a ride
2: or die. Like That man is in
0: it for, for sure. Win it... So keep that in mind. Uh, Maria <laughs> is screaming and crying outside the room. Hideyoshi asks him to keep it done. And Maria looks him dead in the eye and screams as loud as she can to piss <laughs> Ava off. Um, Rosa asks Maria what she wants. And if she cries again, she'll hit her. And then Maria drags Rosa out to the Rose Garden to... Look for her rose. And Meta Battler is like, oh, no. I know it's going to happen. They find the rose outside. Gold butterflies appear before them. And there's, like, this uh, intense scene where it cuts between Ava in her room, hyperventilating, like, dying from a fever in her room. And this weird Ava-like entity appearing before Maria and Rosa. Um, And they talk about the gold. And Rosa's like, hey, we already hatched out what we're gonna do with the gold right and then mario's like wait who is this this isn't Ava." and then this Ava person turns into Ava Beatrice and starts rambling about how she's gonna have all the gold to her uh mario mario recognize uh, sorry mario <clears throat> recognizes her as Beatrice and so does rosa somehow she's like wait you're not my sister you're somebody else um and it seems that she's Mixing her up with the lady who died before her eyes 19 years ago. So it's really weird as to who this person before Maria and Rosa is. Because the Mm -hmm. game shows you it's Eva Beatrice, but it could also not be. Who knows? Who knows? Um, But then Eva Beatrice absolutely whacks the shit out of Rosa Maria over and over again. She completely loses it over the fact that she can use her magic to repeatedly revive and kill. And turns Rosa into a meatball at one point, which... I thought was really funny because that's like it's what they say themed. in the text. Like it's
2: very food theme attacks. Like yes, she, like drops a whole cake on them
0: and then drowns <laughs> them in cello. You know.
1: Well, yeah, because yeah. that's guess that's the dreams they used to have as children. That's, yeah, that's why she's using these attacks.
0: Yes, it's a uh, very anime, very like Rosa Ava lore ish. <laughs> They're like you, <laughs> you wanted to fly, didn't in. you? You wanted to be squished by a cake, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Now, now have it fucking die by it and battler's losing it in the metaverse over the fact that he's seeing ava kill his family while beato is mocking his breakdown and battler slaps the shit out of beato and says up yours before storming off and beato <laughs> like what did i do and virgilia and Renove low-key tell her that she's being a real asshole so she jumps into the story interrupts ava Beatrice's massacre to give her the lowdown and says you know, you just got to kill and get on with it when you're a golden witch. Yeah,
2: like, just, like, tone t- 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 the, the shit place. down, young lady. Like, you you just discovered <laughs> magic. Like, you shouldn't brandish it.
0: Right. And then she's like, watch how it's done. So she gives <laughs> Maria a hug. Uh, a mark appears on her neck and she drops dead. And she impales Rosa's head on a fence spike. That's some real queen shit right there. I got to say, when I was, you know, a dumb baby and didn't know what Umineko was and was looking up top 10 anime deaths on YouTube, uh, the uh, Mario Rosa open? death scene showed up and I was like, wow, that's hardcore. Like the fence spike thing? I was like, ooh, I felt that. Ava um, Beatrice is a little bummed out from being scolded and she's bored out of her mind of... No, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Eva Beaterich is a little bummed out from being scolded and how boring the death of the second Twilight was carried out. And Golden Beato wishes for Eva Beatrice to elegantly carry out the rest of the ceremony. And yeah, sure, I'll listen to whatever you say, Beato, Golden Witch, former Golden Witch Beato um back in the, the guest the room witch,
2: formerly known as PSO. yes <laughs> uh
0: back in the guest room eva's fever has apparently calmed down and she's like knocked out cold and hideo she's there tending to her rudolph knocks on their door yeah and yeah. i
2: just on a specific note i want to mention the very uh very fu- uh, famous line which is where eva's like lying on the bed and like he, she's like screaming about how like she's gonna get torn away mm-hmm. by the witch and like uh, hideyoshi's like i will not ever let go of this hand like you I, like i will like the witch will never get to you when i'm here like yeah. you know it's, it's yes a sweet there's
0: that and it's kind of weird how there was her dying from her fever intermixed with the cuts of her younger witch self murdering uh, yeah they're not in the same Maria place it's totally murdering. yeah yeah so it, it's weird <laughs> like I, what does that mean to you reader who knows we'll figure it out soon Eventually, I guess. In the next hundred <laughs> hours, probably. <laughs> but um, they're in their guest room, and Rudolph knocks on their door where um, asking where Rosa and Maria have disappeared to because they've been missing for a while, and they all decide to look in the garden. And then Ava shoots up and begs Rosa not to leave because of the witch w- waiting for her there <clears throat> to sacrifice them. And she was, like, you know, dreaming of their killings. But we jump ahead to Virgilia announcing that the family found Rosa and Maria's bodies. They were stabbed through the head and strangled, respectively. And Beatrice confirms with Red that they are, in fact, dead. Badler sulks over that, and that despite their torture, their deaths were really as simple as, you know. As it was reported, because they were, you know... Rosa
2: got impaled, just like Nanjo explained, and yes. Maria is strangled.
0: Yes, exactly. And he's he's sulking over the fact that he had to see them get tortured, even though, like, all that suffering was basically dismissed.
1: Yeah. And their guns are left. <clears throat> yeah. the, like, Rosa's gun is left on...
0: Yes, yes. Rosa's gun is mysteriously left, locked and loaded, and fully functional. And everyone's like, "Wait, that's weird. Battler's like saying, "Oh, you know what? This is probably the scene of an accident. There was no murder that happened." And Beatrice is like, "Well, maybe." And Battler cuts her off and says, "Shut up! <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, anyways." And then, like, he just does that over and over again. She's like, "Shut up, you monster, anyways." <laughs> And then he just basically cuts her off. It's kinda rude. It's really say. funny. I and mean Beato deserves the end, he's like Don't get me wrong. It's not because we're killing
1: his family
0: yeah, for the third time now. is yeah, like, you're probably ignoring me because we're opponents in the battle, right? And he's like, Don't get me wrong. It's not because we're rivals, it's because you're a <laughs> sick bitch. <laughs> so uh no, that's what a what a line. Yeah, nice nice one, battler. Um, and he he said uh, he tells her, I don't want to play with you anymore. I wanna play with Ronoda now. <laughs> and uh Beatrice decides to use Ronove as a middleman, um, and as Ronove, it's and- like
2: they're truly the type of thing where you're like, I don't want to talk to you. Please, could you tell a Beatrice that I said this to Ronove? Yeah, in and front then, of
0: like, her. Beatrice. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty nice. It's pretty good. Uh, Ronove and Virgilia cover for Beato, saying that she doesn't have much experience having <laughs> friends, and like I was like, bruh, loser much? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, Uh, And then Battler responds and says, she ain't my friend. So, ooh, killing Battler. Uh, Continuing on the murder discussion between Ronove and Battler, uh, Ronove confirms Rosa's and Maria's deaths are homicides. The family takes the bodies inside, locks them in the guest room until police arrive and seal the guest house. And, I mean, if you want to mess up the crime scene, um, go for it, I guess. Um, And Hideyoshi takes up the functional gun that was left behind and Kyrie pops up saying that she thought the servant murders were a sham and that Nanjo was in on it but now they're kind of freaked out because they saw the deaths of Rosa and Maria or their corpses. Oh
2: on another random note I just want to celebrate the fact that uh, one of the best sprites in the whole game uh, doesn't matter if it's in the original version or in this version is Happy Hideyoshi with a gun. (laughs) happy hideyoshi with a gun is probably
0: one of the best sprites out there he is just so happy you know i agree too that image just popped in my head i didn't even have to look it up i was like you're right he's just so jolly what a guy like
2: he is so happy he's like and now i have a gun this
1: gun in my hand he's the man now dog
0: (laughs) yeah exactly uh let's see so after hideyoshi's happy and holding his gun rudolph presumes that there is an extra 19th person who knows the island inside and out and planned this crime for a while um and they all come up with ideas like maybe a servant came around on their off day and started pulling this off and they originally thought that Rosa's gun gun was a trap because it's weird how it's fully functional so they're like uh, so so yeah sorry. maybe it's a trap Let's test it. Yeah, let's test it out. Yeah,
2: exactly. They were just confused because they were like, how could Rosa got attacked if she had a fucking gun with her? Like, what was she thinking? Like, if somebody was going to attack her, like, she has a fully loaded gun and it works, which they do test it. And then they're like, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Because, right, because Rosa and Maria were found in the garden without signs of a struggle. It's kind of weird how that... the um, Presumably the murderer wasn't someone that they were afraid of. <clears throat> and so they do an alibi check. Kraus, Natsuhi, Rudolph, and Kyrie can all vouch for each other. Hideyoshi and Eva were together in their own room the whole time. George, Jessica, Battler were also all together. Nanjo was by himself, so people start jumping on his alibi's stability. and But Natsuhi, Queen, puts a stop to the infighting uh eva is back to acting all feverish again eva beateriche is in her head fully admitting to carrying out the killings and assures that the gold will all be hers in Ava's head herself and Ava beateriche are fighting over like the morality of killing people but Ava Beatrice is like but being a witch is so rad <laughs> and i love killing um she says that holding on to her childhood dream of attaining headship has let her stay young while the adult Eva is old and crusty and grew up. So Eva begs a A Beatrice to go back inside her heart and never come back. Uh, And apparently using magic saps Eva's life force, hence the fevers. Eva and Hideyoshi retreat back to the guest room so Eva can rest again. Uh, Beato comes in awkwardly to instruct Eva Beatrice about the rules of <laughs> I mean, uh pulling off the ritual uh, the smaller that they are in number the harder it is to pick them off because it's easier to use magic against humans when they're all alone because more witnesses means that magic becomes less believable Eva Beatrice immediately understands the rules behind making a magical murder and shows her sadistic side a little bit more by saying uh, the plain killings aren't making the murders magical enough right because Right now the killings seem more like tricks pulled off by a really smart person instead of a magical being. Mm. Uh Be- Beato haughtily presumes Ava Beatrice will slip up and fail, but Ronove reports to Beatrice saying that Battler's catching on pretty quickly regarding um the mystery going on. Battler believes that Ava is probably the most suspicious and Hideyoshi is an accomplice and that they're covering for each other. And they also mentioned that Battler has calmed down since Beato has left. And she's only a little bit offended by that. Uh, <laughs> so after Beato instructs Ava on how to pull off a good magical murder, young Ava or Ava Beaterichi is like, watch this. Like, I'm going to separate the smartest person away from the group so Curie pulls Rudolph off to the side and asks him to leave the guest house with her and we'll stop there regarding the spoiler free summary mm-hmm. part thank you so much for sticking with us if you haven't read the entirety of Umineko because now we're going to jump into full on spoilers yeah. you're so not going to
1: want to be around for catch this.
0: Catch you next time right catch you next time See cats do crimes see you see later alright mm-hmm. spoilers spoiler discussion what do you guys want to talk about because there's a lot to catch on to here (laughs) mushroom you're gonna go okay so let's go
2: from beginning to end so one of the first things that we should talk about is the epitaph. so which i mentioned i was going to talk about Hello, it's Mushroom here. I'm the one who's editing this and that was just 25 minutes of me messily explaining how to solve the epitaph to Lorenzo and dust that I just cut out. Don't worry, we will soon put on an episode of A Smoking Room where we will be explaining how to solve the epitaph and a lot of other things as well. So yeah, look forward to that.
0: Do you think people were able to solve the epitaph right away when it came out? Because the translation team also translated it in real time, right? So they didn't know... Yeah, like, I
2: mean, I pers- this is my personal thought. I think whoever is crazy enough to solve this epitaph definitely not only read it in whatever language they read it in, they also... like like looked at the
0: japanese version because like the translation team was on the same page as everyone else who hadn't yet solved the epitaph right so they had to just go like all right we'll try to translate it as best as we can yeah like the epitaph
2: is like like basically introduced in the first ep by then nobody doesn't even nobody even know that this could be solved so like i just imagine they translated like like any other thing that they've translated
0: gotcha yeah all right
2: well, or in Chinese character,
1: just characters mm-hmm. in general. Um, Mushroom, I don't think we have, I'm not sure if we have mentioned this on on the episodes of, or if it's, this was during a vice call or something, but, like, remember when I was like, yo, I fucking love how Beato is pretending to be all softy, and then at the end she she goes back to being the Beato, we know, and, the, and then you were like, is she though? And then she that just fucking opened my mind to the whole of VP3. Yeah. So, like, so like I was reading this part already with that with that different perspective, and there's this. So like when um, you know when Vergeria when Beato, I mean, starts being like, "Oh, I didn't mean to fucking to hurt you, but or I'm sorry," and sh- starts being all softy, aka going b- breaking down the facade and letting Syl come forth a bit, then v- Vergeria is like. Oh you poor thing and then Beato is like help me teacher and then Vergiria is essentially just like Well since you've already you're already starting to break with the facade, why why don't why not just fucking be yourself this time and wet that confuse Butler a bit? Or maybe that will either confuse him more and make him more prone to actually be more stubborn and see this true, or that will lead him to the actual truth so I don't see the problem, battle just be yourself, girl
2: yeah, that's <laughs> basically, yeah, I, I think that's a really f- great scene that shows it, I mean, there's a lot of moments like that in EP3 like, mm-hmm. you could totally see like, it's just like, Renove and Virgilia's like, parenting moment to like, Beatrice, it's like, Beatrice you're just being too roundabout, like Balor's gonna never fi- figure out that you like him, and like, you have all these like <laughs> yeah. feelings for him, if you don't like actually explain to him and like give him some like slack like cut him some slack like you're just being too harsh on him
1: (laughs) yeah but i gotta say ep3 (laughs) fucking hell they almost reach ep3 goes a bit too much with the hints like honestly on the first time i'm like what the fuck is this i have no fucking idea what's going on but on the read i'm like beato are you sure about throwing out these many hints, like, yeah, God damn.
2: I totally, I totally agree. Um, Des and I accidentally read ahead ahead of us. Like, we read up to, like, the Death Hall stuff. And I just personally want to say that, like... I think uh, when Nuukichi said, like, oh, I wrote EP3 to be, like, (laughs) helpful for people, and then people were like, I don't believe you, like, EP3 is still, like, confusing ourselves, and I was like, they're on a reread, you're like, no, EP3 is literally giving you the answer, like, it's telling you (laughs) why, like, any of things are happening, like, how do you construct a magical scene?
1: On the coronation scene, when uh, Eva Beato is being coronated, and Wanda gives her uh, the signature for her to be able to become a witch going back to what i said on the previous tea party this is literally just up being like okay so do you know how i am the witch of certainty who really likes hard workers congratulations eva you not only did you work hard to prove yourself as capable as men are but also you solved the fucking epitaph so I will give you the sponsorship.
2: Yeah. And also, if to, we were to go with the same line of thought that people keep saying that uh, Lambda Delta is supposed to represent the bomb, that basically Lambda Delta is the bomb. What?
0: Yeah, wait, wait. Okay, what? Okay, have
2: you never no. heard of this theory? What is this? No. <laughs> okay, Lambda Delta is the bomb. So like people... Okay, so one of the things is like people are like, who are Lambda Delta and Bernkosel supposed to be? And one of the very big theories is Lambda Delta is the bomb. So she guarantees the certainty because the bomb was certainly certainly
1: mm,
2: ah, definitely go
1: off i don't like that, that mm, no 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 no
2: no 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 listen to me that's listen to me because there's two different powers there is the endless power and then there's the golden power you get beatrice becomes the golden witch because she solves the epitaph and gets gold like gets the yeah. gold but she becomes the Endless Witch because Lambda Delta shows up and we we're like, okay, you can become an Endless Witch. And the only way she can become an Endless Witch is that she bombs the island in the end. So it basically, like, all gets shrouded in mystery. That's how she can actually... That's how oh, she can do any okay. of the Witch's power because none of this would... That's a theory. That like that's, You don't have to okay. agree with me. Okay, I'm just no, telling a, that's you a good that's reading. an interpretation.
1: That, that's a good like, reading.
2: <laughs> so, like, that's an interpretation. I mean, like... Yeah, have you not here heard about how Sayome is gonna like uh, make a new theory like it's gonna kind of do a writing of a theory where like Bern castell is the cat in the box and like and Lambda Delta is the is the lasers that they shoot in it like that kills the uh, kills the cat and what? that's why they're
1: what. Are you talking... <laughs> When, you talk, when did Sayome talk about this?
2: <laughs> Do you not see her? Like, Sayome was talking about it on the Ubineko the discussion, like, a uh, spoiler channel, where she was like, could you get me some pictures of the Lambda Delta, like, like, the fighting scene? Because, like, is, ah. uh, is her power look like lasers that could also kill a cat, like...
1: What the oh fuck? <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> anyway, that's the point of the story is, Lambda Delta is the bomb. If we're going with that theory, not only that, uh, uh, Eva could try, like, basically, like, get, is the golden witch, so she could, like, basically use the gold to kill, like, to have power, is that she also is, becomes part, kind of, like, an endless witch, because she knows that there's a bomb that can, like, explode yeah, the fucking island. Yeah, and create a cat lead. box.
1: Okay, yes. I, and I create like, a cat I, box. I, that's I, what I, I like mean. like the reading now.
2: So, so that makes, that's, that's what I'm trying to say.
1: Okay. I have a question now. Go for it. How? How? Do you think the whole logistics of this episode go when it comes to... Ev- okay, Eva finds the gold. Yes. So how does Sayo know that Eva found the gold? How do you think the logistics work?
2: Okay, Sayo at this point is just wandering the of the island now, right? Because uh, she killed both versions of herself. And now she's just like wandering out like a ghost. Like, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, What I actually think it is is that realistically speaking um i'm not sure if eva actually ran into
1: i don't think so do you do you want to hear my my idea my idea is that probably Sayo just left an envelope on the on the underground room saying like giving the gist of it so like hey so I am doing these murders. Now you have this ticking time bomb that you can defuse if you want to. Also, there's a passageway in case you want to do, to let the bomb go off and steal the money for yourself.
2: I don't think Eva ever actually talks to Sayo, at least not for like a long yeah. time. I think that's also I, I, that's also why I don't think uh, uh, that's why Eva was freaking out later on, which is a part we haven't got to yet. That like she when she realized her son is dead. Because she's oh. like she at that point she actually has no idea who killed her son. Let's go back to talk about um, actually Rosa and Maria's re- yeah, uh, yeah. murder because that's a really simple. Murder. Okay, so
1: what are your thoughts on on Rosa and Maria?
2: Clear, it's clear. Like first thing is both of their murders are homicides, and I think it's just really simple in the way that like basically Eva Rosa uh, argue they pushed each other. Yeah and then she fell on a spike like simple yeah. like simple as that
1: yeah my my only thought on this is something that happens afterwards which just goes to show you how fucking dumb is everybody in this fucking family is aside from Envarosa and uh, Kiria Wait. which is that so like all of the the adults are together and they are figuring this out they're trying to to reason out what happened and they're like okay so who is the culprit the culprit has got to be somebody who who Rosa would drop her guard around, it would, it could not be a servant from another day, because, I don't know what they say, but there's a reason why it couldn't be a servant from another day. It it has to be someone who...
2: Somebody like they both know and trust, and that would have willingly let them yeah, get this close, without her firing off a gun. And more, yeah, and more. And it would have, it could also
1: have to be someone who, who would end up getting the gun, which is why they would leave the gun there. And, of course, the one who would get the gun is fucking Hideyoshi, who was also not there with them, with the adults, when the murder happened. So, of course, are you fucking dumb? Of course, it's Hideyoshi and Eva. Do you know people who were not there?
2: I don't even... Okay, I don't think Hideyoshi participated yeah, there.
0: I think, he, covered, no, I think but, he stayed but, behind in the room to cover for Eva while yeah, she Yeah, of out. course. I also wanted to say... Um, Do you guys think that Maria was strangled by Rosa or Ava? (laughs)
2: What no. Bachelor is like, oh, maybe like Rosa like slipped like maybe Rosa went into a rage and then strangled Maria and then Rosa slipped and fell and then died. And then that's how it happened. And then Beatrice, like, immediately sneers and was like, well, like, it's not like that. Like, both Maria and Rosa are both homicides. So I think that, I think we can assume that it's more like, uh, um, Eva kills Rosa, like, in an accident. And then Eva kills, um, like maria like to strangle yeah. her okay, basically yeah cool. sounds she's a witness. good
0: and like this is all to say that also i think what was it is this whole forgery written by who's the forgery written by
1: uh and Toya. Uh, i'm pretty okay. sure Toya. First, Toya and, and then this is, when is
0: like oh what the fuck it, we're writing my family killing each other <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think it, I, I find this really funny on a meta-narrative because I'm, like, I, just like I mentioned this before to Des, I was, like, basically, like, Ikuko and Toya's, like, baby first, like, rokenjima killing they basically wrote in all of the like the most like hottest theories like yes and then eva killed everybody rudolph and Kitty are super sus and like watch them like try to murder this other dude like do you know what i mean yeah like it's really funny that they basically wrote in like basically the rokenjima theory greatest hits <laughs> and wrote like every single culprit uh-huh. theory in there like do you know what i mean they wrote like like Eva Culper theory, and then wrote in Rudolf Kiriya Culper theory by like basically making them like the most suspicious out of everybody, and actively basically plotting to murder gotcha. Hideyoshi,
0: mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm.
2: like, and then I mean, I, I just imagine like this was like super popular and then completely uh-huh. from
1: Angie's like <laughs> <Right. laughs> huh <laughs> which is why she comes back at the end of this episode
0: so this also goes back to uh, A- uh Eva Beatrice's murder massacre on Rosa and Maria like is there some sort of hidden meaning behind the repetitive and vicious killings or is it just like like someone's I... writing indulgent um, fantasy murders what's what's the deal with all that
2: okay i i have a few thoughts on that so um i first thing is i actually don't know because i feel like okay so one of the things that i didn't understand is that why did battler react so poorly to seeing rosa getting murdered like this like rosa and like maria because what i was thinking is uh, like oh like um all of the previous murders that like beatrice did was pretty gruesome too like the whole like all of the first murders like the like Like, EP2 chapel murder is, like, Mm -hmm. fucked up. Like, you know, everybody's stomach is torn Mm. open and there's stuff with candy. Like, it doesn't get more fucked up than that. But, like, why didn't, why does Battler, like, actively hate this scene? And I think what's actually true is that, like, I think what Battler hates about this scene is more that, um, like, it's funny that I think about that Beatrice presents murder really gruesomely, which is that like she presents like people's stomach getting torn out or like Mm -hmm. a really twisted idea of like a really like a rotation, like of a chain, but like all of the murder, like actual magic murder you see on screen are all very noble death. Like when Beatrice goes out to kill Jessica in Canon, Both like canon, like fights to his death. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, like that's like a like he dies a heroic death, basically. Or like, even the scene where in the end of EP2, where Beatrice kills Shannon, Goda, and um. George like it's still like the kind of like oh they're fighting with the witch like they're like actively fighting like they die of a death where they struggle and they fight and they get a basically have an idea of a chance that could live but like they fail like they like they basically fall to like the witch's power and mm-hmm. then they die and um, I think why he hates the scene is like how brutal and how helpless like Rosa Maria like Maria, they basically have no fighting chance and they basically get like murdered over and over again. I think that's why he hates it. That's like my best way of reading no, it. That's a good
1: reading. Mm-hmm. I, I want to add two factors to that, though. Okay. Go. So for it. okay. So one of them is that when you think of how Beato goes about, well, like when Beato does the Twilight, she she does these gruesome these gruesome scenes. It's not because like maybe she enjoys it, but the main reason is to fuck with Butler. Whilst when Eva Beato does it, she's uh, genuinely enjoying it and then Beato who's sitting in the sidelines also you know lets out that she's actually genuinely enjoying this and th- this is kind of the first time where we see her like g- looking at this and being like yeah this is cool instead of being like look at this Butler look look you know mm-hmm.
2: that's how you, do you have any other
1: thought? Be- Butler was literally just clapping with Beato the scene before so I think it the The reason he closes off so much is also because he kind of resents the fact that he was giving in to the witch and kind of seeing her in a friendly manner. And so so he's like, not mm, anymore. He just hates yeah, himself yeah,
2: yeah. that he like basically was nice to her. I think it was yeah.
0: weird. The one part where Rosa also encounters this Eva Beatrice in the garden and she's like, wait a second, you're the lady. Are you that lady from 19 years ago? Like, that's just like... Who was she? I don't know. It, 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 was, it was just a strange point part for me. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, no, I, I understand what you mean. Like I'm still pretty sure it's like the type of thing where I, I think like in this point, Rosa must has think like Eva Beatrice's mannerism is so different that like she must have mistake like she's just like there's no way you're my sister oh, i think that's you're like the more ghost forget.
0: who's like exacting revenge on me you're going to like you know come at me and okay
2: yeah exactly like basically like and this basically happens right after rosa repents about how she like accidentally murdered right. okay this so woman, she's still you know?
0: freaked out and she so still feel, believes in like ghosts and possession probably yeah. okay i see it
2: Okay, okay, so yeah, so did you see the screenshot I just yeah, really typed and it that. just says, Eva Beatrice says, oops, that's right, if I don't take her down right away, that's this is what happens. And she says, the witch hadn't intended to send Rosa plummeting, but she still wasn't used to using magic after plummeting about 100 meter, meter into a rose in a very, very natural result. Rosa died instantly, but the witch hasn't intended oh, to oh, kill her, so man. she wished that Rosa oh hadn't God. died. So Eva
1: did accidentally kill Rosa. Like,
2: and I was, like, and that is buried around, like, that is buried around, like, a, like, and, like, shitloads of other texts that, like, it's about, like, how she's just going to revive her and kill her over and over again now. Like, but, like, when I read that line again, I was, like, oh, she's admitting it. Like, that's an accident. She didn't intend to kill I her, but it's so homicide. Oh my God. I mean, I guess it's, like, a involuntary um, voluntary manslaughter? Is that what uh, yeah, it's called?
0: Sure, I guess. But that's a super good catch. Oh, my God. I was like, wait, what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, isn't that incredible? Yes, it is.
0: I agree. That was a very, very nice catch.
2: Yeah, and then I think, like, Eva had no uh, choice but to strangle Maria, you
0: know? So what about the reviving part? Because, like, it sounds like she's delusional, of course. I mean, in this writing. I, of her, I, but... None
2: of that happened. It's just, it's just, she just kills them, and she just, like, she's losing her mind, and she runs back probably to um like hideyoshi's like and cries okay so it could be like just
0: her getting the rush of killing someone and she's like i could do this to anyone now like i'm a freak yeah (laughs) right like (laughs) sure okay yeah well i do like that catch about the falling becoming an accident or accidentally killing her after her supposed fall that's a good
1: one yeah it just hit me was it? we have we haven't even what okay th- does anybody have any more thoughts uh, no i'm done. I'm okay so less thoughts we literally covered the part where eva beato is introduced and we didn't even mention the amazing laugh that the voice actress has given her.
0: Oh, uh, she always oh, does it. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. But... She
1: manages <laughs> to do a laugh last... with all five vowels in there somehow. <laughs> She's like,
2: I love it. Good job, Dust. That was
0: yeah. I mean, like, out of all of her laugh is probably the best one because it's like it's a really obnoxious, childish laugh.
1: I don't see why people call it obnoxious. I think it's like
0: masterful I love it all that to say I do like her life I appreciate it it's a good one yeah
2: okay so what else do we want to talk about like so the parts we covered are
0: (laughs) nothing right Uh, (laughs) there was the whole um after Battler got angry at Beato for being like a real dick about killing people and Ronove and Virgilia are like be be easy on her she has no friends that's like a (laughs) you know once you know the truth behind Sayo it's like a oh man moment like she doesn't have like um a filter any concept of say, how to yeah because there's yeah, no one totally. she could talk to right like she doesn't know that no. this is yeah. kind of morbid and battler's a pussy but <laughs> no just kidding um
2: yeah i feel like it is definitely the type of thing where uh wrote, uh basically um beatrice is like oh well like if you could share my love of mysteries and you can share my love of this why can't you share my love of, of like
0: gore. weird
2: bloodlust <laughs> like exactly like like what is not fun about killing all the family She's over? Not know over like again? we can like,
0: revive can them, can totally them again against. why are you mad <laughs> right Like why are you mad bro like exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah so i thought that was a nice part a nice touch but it's also like man sayo go off like i'm also into murders and shit i mean not like i'd kill people but <laughs> I'm into it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why else would we be on a podcast and talking about this? I would let
0: like the witch <laughs> play with my
1: family's learners. wives if it, if it made a good mystery. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gus. But yeah.
0: We have that on um, record. I, I'm scrolling through my notes. There was the part where I didn't catch on to the red truth about the 18 people, one of the 18 people being the culprit, like, on my first read-around. You did now I'm like, wow, they... They spell it out for you. I'm like a stupid reader. Not only do I take 50 hours to read a 10-hour game, I also am just completely dumb and stupid. So <laughs> I didn't catch on to that the first time around, and now I'm like, oh, man.
1: That's fine, my right? anyway you're like
0: oh man you're kind of an idiot yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) i mean it it happens to everyone
2: oh also also do you want to know some okay and now i'm gonna read you some funny lines that dubs wrote while we were reading that would really sound hilarious to you
0: Mm -hmm. are you ready go for it
2: so one of the things that um that dubs said when we finally got to the golden land room is dub said the golden land room is red gold and black it means it's like germany <laughs> and then oh i was God. like what? write that down and it's funny because in the very beginning when we first started reading uh dubs went yeah when you keep saying Nazis is looking for hidden gold, then it almost sounds like Nazi's hidden gold. And I was like, ugh, you think you're so smart, don't you? We're gonna write that down. And he's like, why? And I was like, just you fucking wait. <laughs> I'm just
1: like so pissed. Okay, question. When we recorded the, the Dubs episode, he was on the battle on the... The, the Kirie Hideyoshi and Rudolf. Right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so the episode That's will the come out after episode. the episode after this one. Yes. Correct. Okay. So, listeners um I, I do hope you are looking forward to the episode after this one because there's a lot to unpack there and me and mush we cannot fucking wait with our thoughts fucking oozing out of us yeah
2: um just yeah look forward to the next episode i know we keep referring to this person named dubs and it seems that we recorded an episode a long time ago but yeah dubs has a really amazing episode. it's going to be on the smoking room and it's going to be about their first time reader experience and it has a lot of interesting thoughts on it and when yep. we finish EP4, we are going to invite him back on. And it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> um... Like,
2: oh, one of the funny thing is, like, one of the cake that uh, she squishes, like, Evatris squishes Rosa by is a cheesecake that's called the, I don't know how to say it. Does anybody in here speaks French? Because I don't.
0: We <laughs> don't. No, was, was it a meal? Was it a Wait, meal field?
2: Here, meal field? here. Read that. Gâteau
1: chocolat. Yeah, that,
2: oh, yeah, that's a, a cheesecake. That's a chessboard cake. Like, it's like the... It's a black and... Like, that's a black and white cake.
1: Oh, okay. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's the chess thing. And yeah, it's, board, a chessboard oh, it's a chessboard cake. Oh, chessboard, yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, and, and also, like, they keep talking about the cake is an inheritance. Like, that's another thing that, like, that like uh, dubs keeps writing about like the the cake is in inheritance so they keep saying that like that we are dividing cake and rosa is crushed by the cake which is rosa got crushed by the inheritance oh
0: uh-huh. yeah symbolic damn that's kind of cool that's a good reading of it yeah so i guess we can cut it again thank you so much for listening catch you next time see cats do crimes Goodbye. Come and
1: see ya.